Welcome to Coping with Ghosting, the show that provides hope, healing, and understanding for anyone who has been ghosted. I'm Greta, and today's topic is how to respond to being ghosted in relationships. My guest is Erin Fisher, certified mediator, relationship coach, and founder of Atlantic Mediation Services. Erin and I joined forces to create a free guide with empowering ways to speak to a ghost, and we can't wait to tell you all about it. Erin, welcome to the show. Hey, nice to be here. I'm so happy you're here. Can you please tell listeners a little bit about your mediation career and how it relates to ghosting? Absolutely. So I I started my practice to work with families, coworkers, neighbors, and help people communicate, settle disputes, and improve relationships. Um, Ghosting, in many ways, is a type of communication. It's also very negative and immature, and I'm hoping that I can help our listeners find a way forward and be at peace. Thank you. Yeah, ghosting is incredibly confusing, and it's so hard to know if we should just be quiet, remain silent, or try to get in touch with the ghosts. I'm sure you're familiar with the popular phrase, let the dead rest in peace. Yes. (laughs) But for me, that's really easier said than done. The ghost never really stays dead in our minds. And this is especially true in cases when we're really emotionally invested with a person if we've been intimate with them, or even in some cases, if we've been married to them. So Erin, can you please shed light on why it can be helpful to speak up when being ghosted? Well, in in my experience, uh, when a person who is ghosted actually speaks up and stands up for themselves, it restores their dignity and takes back their power. It also provides the ghost, the ghoster, I guess, a valuable reminder about being kind and treating people with respect. Right. I've called out two of my past ghosts in ways that I consider to have been extremely mature and respectful, and they both apologized. And it felt incredible to be assertive. And honestly, I think it's really healthy when we share our emotions. And I think more people should call out their ghosts because it's it's such poor behavior and we need to say something to denormalize ghosting. I agree. Absolutely agree. It's, it's an epidemic at this point. It's so true. And I just want to point out to listeners that you're never obligated to message somebody who's ghosting you. You can always just let the ghost rest in peace, okay? Especially if you don't feel comfortable or safe reaching out to them. So I think it's really kind of take it on a case-by-case basis and honor your feelings as you decide how to move forward, because there's really no correct response to the sound of silence. And if you call out somebody who's ghosting you, please know that you may never receive a response. So I would say that if you do text or call or, you know, message a ghost in any way, shape or form that it's important not to expect to hear anything back from them. Erin, I'd love if you could share an overview about the free guide we made and give some examples about how to respond. Sure. I'd be happy to give an overview. Um, To start, I think that many people who are hurt and confused about being ghosted 
don't really know what to do. And our guide, six copy and paste texts to send to your ghost, will really help our listeners navigate some of the most common ghosting scenarios. And we cover everything from micro ghosting to someone, you know, if you've been in a very serious relationship and they start to ghost you. And it can be particularly hurtful. And calling out the ghost in a respectful way may provide closure, enforce accountability. You know, what, what do you say when someone you've been in a very serious relationship with just completely ghost and drops off the map, you can start with saying that you're concerned about them and then follow up, you know, if they don't hear from them or you know that they're physically okay and they're just not communicating, we provide a example of what to say next. And we're definitely just here to support and really bridge the gap between the communication and feeling better about how to maneuver through a ghosting scenario. And what I really love about our guide is that our texts are assertive. They're also really compassionate. I don't think they sound desperate. There's definitely no neediness in there, mm-hmm. but we're just mm-hmm. really, we're showing people how we feel and we're just trying to really denormalize this. So at the start of the guide, we mentioned that it's important to only communicate with the ghost when you're sober. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Super key. Yeah. We want to be really intentional in the way we communicate with ghosts. And at the end of the guide, we mentioned the golden rule, treat others the way you want to be treated. I think that's critical for talking with the ghost and basically all people that we interact with. <laughs> and I actually even always say, treat, treat yourself like you want to be treated too. So that's just another little side note for self-care. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder, Erin, what are some other communication tips that you have for speaking or texting with the ghost? No matter how angry or hurt you may be, it is important to remember to use respectful language. And by that, I mean no name calling, shaming, blaming a person, using profanity. Remember, anything you send in writing lives forever. Things to keep in mind are, are you projecting your best self? Would you want what you wrote repeated to your employer, your loved ones, popping up on social media, et cetera? That's just something to really keep in mind when communicating with a ghost. Ooh, I love it. I especially really like what you said about would you want what you wrote <laughs> to your employer? Boom. That's really good. I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation. Let's say your ghost gets your message and they profusely apologize and they are like, oh yeah, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I ghosted you. You know, somebody in my family died or I had to do this trip for work and it was a top secret mission and I'm super <laughs> important. So nobody could know my whereabouts. And- <laughs> Yada, 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 yada. The ghost is genuinely and sincerely sorry and wants you back. And you too, you want to get back with your ghost, but you're, you're actually really worried that this is going to happen again. So how can you go about setting boundaries for a relationship to continue after somebody ghosted you? Well, it's, it's three things. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, you deserve to have the relationship that makes you happy and meets your needs. Uh, it's also important to treat yourself with respect. So if you want a relationship, say so. If you want boundaries or you have expectations, say so. Don't keep the other person in the dark. They're more likely to repeat that negative behavior if they really don't know if that it bothered you. That's really good advice. Finally, I'd like to ask, is there anything else you'd like to say about ghosting in general? Ghosting is a coward's move. It stinks, it hurts, it's negative, but you can overcome it. And using our guide and taking our tips and tricks may really help you move forward in peace. Thank you.
Can you please tell listeners how they can connect with you? Yes, I am uh, on the gram at Atlantic Mediation and also on Facebook, Atlantic Mediation. And our website is AtlanticMediationServices.com. And uh, we're available nationwide to provide both relationship coaching and also mediation services. Thank you. I'm definitely going to take you up on some of your services. (laughs) Happy to help. Yeah. And listeners, you can download that guide by clicking on the link in the show notes of this podcast. And you can also find it at copingwithghosting.com or coping with ghosting Instagram and in the coping with ghosting Facebook group. And be sure to let us know what happens when you use the script. Send us, send us a follow-up, please. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And remember when you are ghosted, you have more time for yourself and people with healthy communication skills. You deserve the best. And one last thing, I have a quick update. Imagine what it would feel like to stop obsessing over your ghost, to heal after being ghosted, to build emotional strength, and to really feel whole again. It's all possible with private coaching sessions. I'm about to start offering them. They're going to go up on my website later this week, just in time for Halloween. Not that was not intentional, but it just it just happened like that. So there you go. But yeah, connect with me again. It's copingwithghosting.com. And I hope that I can help you on your healing journey. You're just a ghost to-